0: Two more from the top ten. Take a tumble as the action heats up at the Vitality Hockey World Cup. And you're with the World Cup Daily.
1: Indeed you are with the World Cup Daily show number 11. And boy oh boy that's the first day of the crossover's done. Another one to come today. And it's really shaping up now the quarterfinals. My name's Matt Allen. Next to me, Mr John Lee. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm good.
0: More great hockey overnight again? Oh, yeah. A bit (laughs) sleep-deprived. It's not going to get any better in the next few days either, somehow. But, um, yeah, some interesting games, some very interesting games overnight. Shall we get straight to the results?
1: Yeah, certainly for those that you don't know, it's two versus three from, from the pools in the, uh, in the crossover games and the winners of those games go through to the quarter finals.
0: So this is the crossover between pools C and D. So second place from pool B plays third place pool D and vice versa. And, Pool uh, C plays pool D. Pool D, yes. Yeah. That's, that's the way it goes. Belgium took on Spain in the early game And I think there was a lot of people thinking that this could be a high scoring game It didn't turn out that way
1: No it didn't, well of course Spain um, scored, t- scored 10 and conceded 10 within the group stages uh, Belgium scored 8 and conceded 7 So they've been you know, some of those teams that have uh, been in the high scoring encounters And like you said, we didn't
0: get that did we? we didn't at all uh nil all at full time first penalty shootout of the tournament i thought uh both teams were a little bit timid at times uh the comment that, that was going around on twitter was uh no one really wants to win they're too scared to lose if yeah. you, you know that sort of mindset i thought spain probably looked better in attack and and probably created more realistic chances to score but just couldn't get that final touch on the ball or um so on balance it was probably a worthy draw. Yeah. Um Spain's defence has definitely shored up. I think they did a lot of work on their defence to get their structures right and I think sometimes when you especially when you go into a tournament like and you're at this stage where defence is the key, that um if you're not innately a defender, it when you do those and defensive things it takes away from your attacking potential, yes, yeah. so I think they got caught out a bit that way and I'm sure that they'll be looking at ways that they can turn more of that defending into attack.
1: We're just having a little look at the stats there from that game, we yeah. had 49% to 50% possessions so fairly even there, 6 shots from Belgium, 8 from Spain, 17 circle entries from Belgium, 11 from Spain, 3 corners to Belgium and just the 1 for Spain there
0: yeah that sort of belies what I just said about feeling that uh, the, the Spanish look more likely to score. I think when they, when they did attack, their attacks seemed to have more purpose. The, the Belgians sort of attacked but never with any fluidity.
1: Yeah. Now um, we did catch up with one of the goalscorers of Spain in the shootout, Berta Bonastra.
0: Uh, we had a special tactic uh, today because we knew we, we could uh, came in in the wide areas. And we were just trying to find a space where they were not there. And uh, I think we find it and we we, a, we had a really solid game. In my point of view, we had a lot of the ball. We have been attacking a lot, having a lot of occasions. The game the, the ball didn't come in. But uh, at the end, in the games like this, uh, every team is defending till the end. So it was quite difficult to arrive till, to the circle. But, um, yeah, I think we we create a lot and we were happy about it. Now, the final score, of course, nil all meant we head to headed to that first shootout. And uh, my theory on shootouts, Matt, is that they're to the goalies' advantage. And yet again, uh, the goalies went out on this one because at the at the end of the shootout, they needed another shootout because we couldn't get it done and dusted after the five shuttles.
1: Now, there was a fair bit of controversy around this as well, wasn't yep. there?
0: There there was with... Uh, uh, people making video referrals and then maybe potentially suspect calls and not being able to refer that suspect call. Um, you know, well, you know the rules when you go into it. That's um, right. It was it a stiff call. The final, the the final goal. Well, let's go through it. It was two all after the original five shuttles. We'll get to shuttles in a second. Um, and then uh, the. Uh, the Spanish scored Perez. through Perez, yeah. so they put them into the lead 3-2. Louise Versavel, who had scored with her second shuttle, or her first shuttle run, which was the second shuttle of the day. Why
1: are we calling them shuttles? We don't call uh, them shuttles.
0: No, they're called shuttles on the commentary. That's yeah. why I'm saying, steady on, we're going to tee off on that in a minute. It's going the way of the crash ball, I'll tell you, <laughs> shuttles. <laughs> we're sending that ship sinking. Um yeah, she stepped up, so she's already scored one in the game. And uh, she came into the D and spun around so she had a back at the yep, goalkeeper. Yep. The goalkeeper came to her and the umpire saw the Belgium player backing into, and thereby obstructing, the goalkeeper. Uh-huh. That's the way she saw it. I haven't seen anything I would call would definitively say either way because every time I see an angle that makes me think the umpire was right, I see another angle that makes me think the umpire <laughs> was wrong it's what it is they didn't have a referral left because previously the goalkeeper De Hoog had asked for a referral on an incident the umpire had asked to be replayed um, now she lost that referral and so the Netherlands had none left because you only get oh Belgium. sorry Belgium only ha- get, they had none left because you only get one in the ref- in the shootout.
1: Well, Taya McLeod from the hockey family, he caught it with Ashlyn Dehoga straight after the whistle.
0: Yes, I think we did a really good match. Um, Spain also played a good match, and uh, we knew it was
1: going to be a uh, difficult until the end, and that uh, the winning team would win from one goal, one side or the other, and actually uh, it finished uh, a zero-zero. <laughs> In the game, I can't directly see now what we have to do best, but, yeah, okay, that happens, and then the shootouts, yeah, it's a little bit all or nothing, Um, I did as much save as I could. For me, personally, I'm really 100% sure I didn't uh, commit uh, on that girl, and it was not a stroke for me, but yeah, if the video says it's a stroke, then it's a stroke, but yes, um, Spain did that good, and... um, Yeah, it's difficult to finish a tournament like that.
0: Especially for a goalkeeper who's involved in an incident like that at the very end. um, And I feel for her, she's obviously upset when you you hear that. Yeah,
1: you can tell then in her her voice and and likewise um, we caught up with her teammate Barbara Nalen.
0: I'm very disappointed uh, because I don't think we we deserve this. uh, we played very well, we played like one team, full of passion, and uh, it's a pity that we uh, lost today, because I don't think we deserve this. What are your thoughts about the game in general? I think we played well. Um, we, uh, I think it was uh, 50-50 in the game, but at the end we uh, managed to play better than Spain. Uh, it's a pity the ball doesn't go in, but uh, like I said, we played like one team, we fought for each other, and uh, I think it's good for in the future that we play like this in a World Cup. We showed a lot of passion, so it's uh, good. Yeah, they would be v- bitterly disappointed, no doubt.
1: Yeah, well, just interesting, from the polls, uh, Belgium got 56% of the vote on Twitter and 52% of the vote on Instagram, so they were certainly the uh, the favourites going into the game.
0: They were, and um, well done to Andrew Wilson, our mate Andrew, and Gigi, my mate Gigi picked up a couple of cards in that game she did she's got to watch herself going forward with those cards she, uh, it could cost Spain and that was one of the areas when they she did go off for the yellow card for five minutes Spain defended very well and actually had had a couple of really good attacks that they could have got goals from during the minute they were playing one person down
1: I think so, in the previous game the goal was scored when she was off the field as well
0: yeah she's going to have to watch that because she, she's key to them in the midfield she's a little dynamo and she puts a great deal of pressure on the opposition and you know they'll miss just that.
1: So there we have it. Spain go through to meet Germany in the quarter final, and uh, we say goodbye to Belgium. Now on to game two of the day, the second of the crossover games. This was a, a, a big one and shaped as a big mm. one, and we mentioned in the show yesterday the last time the two met in a big international game. The Kiwis had the win over Las Leonas. Well, it was the uh, the other way around this time, and uh, we see. Argentina progressing at the expense of New Zealand. One of my fancies at the start of the tournament.
0: They were, Matt. Um, Argentina went ahead in the 25th minute uh, off a penalty stroke, courtesy of uh, Wanavere. I always get her name wrong. Apologies. Noel. Weaver? Yeah, she she um, ended up being taken off the field later and with an injury. Uh, We saw her disappearing up the tunnel with what looked like some sort of side strain or something happening in that just is that lumber of your back I'm pointing to my back at the moment I don't first. know if it's, it's, l- it's lumber on you mate but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah,
1: yeah and I, I know that Delfina was asked after the game there um, if, whether, whether she knew the extent of the injury and she didn't they, they hadn't yeah. been told anything but should we hear from Captain Delfina Marino well,
0: yeah I think it's what we know how to do and we know how to play but the games in the pool we were not able to show it uh, today I think the team showed it so I'm happy with it Next match, I believe it is Australia. Yes. Another team from the same region as New Zealand. Do you approach that game, play that game in the same manner? Now we should think uh, about Australia. We will have time to see the uh, videos, analyze, and we will see what is the best way to play against them. Is discipline a potential issue for Argentina? Mm. Um, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Two two yellow cards and. Um, towards the back end of the match, too, 40th and 56 minutes, those came up to Magdalena Fernandez and Maria Ortiz. You, when they're happening late in the game and the pressure's on, you don't want to be a man down.
1: Or a, and, a woman uh, down. Or
0: a woman down, sorry, apologies. But, you know, Copp a yellow card in the 56th minute. Luckily, at the, by that stage, they were 2-0 ahead. But, um, you know, it, it could be costly.
1: Yeah, I think Delphine is very aware of the... Uh, the need for them to keep all 11 players on the field.
0: She is um, so just before we hear from Olivia Merry from New Zealand have a look through some of these stats here and Argentina really did dominate stats wise 34 circle entries to 16 18 shots to 8, 6 penalties to 1, 57% to 43% possession and I thought the longer the game went on the better Argentina became and Certainly by that last quarter, their running machine of a forward line was uh, making life very, very difficult for the New Zealand defenders.
1: Yeah. Well, you mentioned Barry and Nueva getting the first goal before them. Now, Marino, the captain who we just heard from, got the second goal. She was
0: stoked about that too.
1: (laughs) Seven uh, circle penetrations from Delfina and five shots. Uh, So she certainly leads by example. Yes, she does. Um, and it will be interesting to see what they bring out for this next game against Australia as they make their way through to the quarterfinals.
0: Uh, but, uh, you know, fourth ranked in the world, New Zealand. Uh, they won't be real happy at going home at this stage of the tournament. And Olivia Merry, it certainly comes through in her voice. Yeah, I guess we sort of had the better of the, the first half and we just didn't put our chances away. And, and you give Argentina a sniff and, yeah, they put their chances away. And unfortunately, that's a result easy or difficult is it to handle their, their quick attacks? Yeah I guess we sort of scouted that and, and knew that they were going to come out very fast and they've got very speedy strikers so I guess we put plans in place to, to help combat that and yeah like I said it, it just wasn't our day today. What do you think Zealand could improve upon? Yeah I guess it's just taking the, most of our chances in that attacking circle it's yeah we get the ball there enough we just don't we're not clinical enough to really put our chances away. And uh, a disappointing result there for New Zealand, I'm sure. And I must admit, I don't think they ever quite hit their straps in any of the game. I think there was just something a little bit off about them during the whole tournament.
1: Yeah, well, it's bar-bar blacksticks. That's very good. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Um, so... Uh, I guess before we move on just to remind you all we we can be caught up with on the socials on Facebook Instagram and Twitter all at the reverse stick please give us a like give us a follow um, you know we like some kind of validation We'd like to know that you know you're listening to us uh, out there and involved we're doing
0: it for love after all we are
1: indeed and of course we're doing it in association with the hockey family you can follow those guys on Instagram Facebook and Twitter all at the hockey family check out the com. Tao's got his uh, an article up on there on his team of the opening portion of the tournament, so the pool games he's, he's got a team posted up there have a read of that, uh, let us know what you think, you and can get, get in touch.
0: And thanks to uh, Tao for all of the fantastic audio grabs we've been getting to and the work he's been doing for us there
1: Hopefully you're enjoying
0: them. Yes Well we should turn our attention now to those games coming up tonight, the second half of the crossover round, this is the crossover crossover is in inverted commas between pools uh, A and B, and that will mean second placed Italy from pool A take on third placed India from pool B, and third. So that, that's in
1: the lower half of the draw moving forward.
0: Yeah, and third placed England in pool B take on uh, second placed Korea from pool A. That's uh, 17. In the ranked world, in the world, Italy versus 10th in India And 2nd in England versus ninth Korea The early game, the Italy-India game That's the, um, uh, what time does that one come on?
1: That's the early one, I don't have that in front well, of me It's the early world, of the late right?
0: games, it's 1am it's Perth time So it takes 7 Six. hours, 6pm 6 game yeah. yeah,
1: that's it Now yeah, so Italy going into that game from the pool 2 wins and the 1 defeat 5 goals scored, 12 against which was included. twelve against in one game against the Netherlands, yeah. <laughs> um, and India go in with two draws and a loss, uh, two goals scored, three goals conceded. So you know, Italy, you've got to fancy their chances in that.
0: Oh, definitely they would. Um, India is another team that probably haven't quite hit their straps yet. I think they're capable of playing much better hockey than that they've showed. Um, They've been very
1: good defensively though, tenacious and organised and and, uh, as we heard from Ronnie in yesterday's show fitness has been a big focus for them
0: and that's what showed up at the Commonwealth Games when they played Australia in the final there and they beat England as well they were very very good at the back Yeah. now if they can add a little bit of goal scoring and they only have to pinch the odd goal because they're defending so well, they're going to be, if they can get past Italy, a threat in the semis and you know once you make a final who knows what happens
1: yeah and they've got a couple of world class drag flickers up there as well that can do the damage if they get the yeah, circle get penetration. in the circle
0: get the penalty corner and you know give yourself an opportunity um, England versus Korea I can't make a case for Korea unfortunately I don't think they've played very well this tournament at all despite finishing second in their pool and yeah, but England they fin- probably haven't been playing their best hockey either and they finished third but I think they've got a lot more left in England
1: no but England finished third with one win and two draws Um uh, no, England, England finished second with one win and, and oh, two sorry, draws And little Korea little finished third with one draw and two losses One goal scored, nine conceded And yeah. the way the helmet fell off that Korean uh, goalkeeper's head In the in the last game with the, when the goal was conceded late against uh, Italy Was it? It was, a, it was a late goal conceded anyway Yeah, um, yeah I don't hold home much hope for them I think England going to put five or six past them
0: Yeah, that's why I'm seeing it as well um, could be a, a, a long flight home for the Koreans But I'm I'm sure they'd be pleased to at least get to this stage Every team would be eyeing off a quarter-final berth, no doubt But when you sit back in the cold light of day And sort of judge where you've finished up I think they could be sort of reasonably happy Pleased?
1: Korea, pleased? Well, they'd be over the, the bloody moon oh, <laughs> Over the moon? But oh, no, boom, no, boom. no pun intended
0: Oh dear, we're, we're pulling out all the gold today here on the World Cup <laughs> Daily um, yeah, so that's the way I see it panning out. I think India will win and, and England will win, although I'd love to see Italy get up. If if there was a team that, you know, the team that could do it, I'd love it to be Italy if they could. It'd be great for hockey.
1: Intriguing. All the eyes of hockey there, India, Italy, Ireland, all in the mix for uh, those quarterfinal spots there.
0: Yeah, well, whoever wins the Italy-India game will be taking on Ireland in the quarterfinal, and England career, the winner there will be... They've got the hard path. They've got the Netherlands in front of them. But look, if the Netherlands have ever been ripe to be picked off, it's now.
1: Yeah, I reckon. Well, this game in particular, because we've mentioned before, we don't think they've been tested a great deal so far. Um, You know, it could be the shock that. England need to give to the Netherlands, and uh, yeah, it's every chance, but they're not there yet, they've got to win a game of hockey later on today, look, if you're going down to the Lee Valley Hockey and Tennis Centre in London to catch some of the action later on this evening, uh, don't forget to drop in and see the hockey family, don't forget to pick up a copy of Hockey World News, and uh, go and spend some money at some of the stands there, maybe get yourself a new stick, Really looking forward to the action later on today, John.
0: I am indeed, and we'll be back again tomorrow with all the results from tonight's game and previewing the first of the semi-finals, which should be absolutely amazing. I can't wait.
1: Looking forward to it. And, of course, there is the Exim Masters World Cup going on at the moment. You can catch up with all the action there on scored.com.
0: Well done. Thanks for that.
1: See you tomorrow, show 12.
0: Yeah. you playing this weekend? Are you still injured? Still injured. Oh.
1: did you get that email which one the one from that club in the UK uh,
0: no I don't think so I didn't get an email
1: uh, old Georgians they're looking for players